This episode of the Nerd Up Podcast made possible in part by Eagle Theater. Visit them online at eagletheater.net and by Classic Hits WTYE. Listen online at WTYEFM.com and made possible by proud supporters just like you. Hey, you at home, thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. What kind of stupid show is this? Ugh, this is stupid. It's not stupid. It's not stupid. We are two wild and crazy guys. This is not that kind of show. There is nothing more entertaining. Oh, oh, that show. You ready to do this? I'm ready. Showtime. Now, come on, baby, tell me who's the nerd. Nerd up, y'all. It's time for the Nerd Up Podcast, and here's your pod host, Guilty Wilson. Welcome to another episode of the Nerd Up Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Guilty Wilson. And I'm Tony Collins. Another host. Another host. Another host. I think that should be like a business card thing. Another host. Another host. Or one like of the hosts, or I don't know. The hostess with the mostest? Yeah, sure. Something like that? <laughs> Something along those lines, I think so. And we can uh, also add all sorts of, uh, uh, what do you call those modifiers? And yeah. Anytime. So, yeah. Okay. Well, and I figure it's much like my uh, email here at work. I have several titles mm-hmm. that mean nothing. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I definitely know they mean nothing because I don't listen to you. Yeah. Well, hell, I don't listen to me. So. <laughs> well, Tony, let's let's talk about some nerdy stuff. I mean, that's what we do. But first of all, I got to I guess I got to warn people. Well, not warn them, but just prepare them. Right. Uh, we did another live at the five uh show and uh uh i can tell you that it was fun yeah we had a good time we did a comedy night at the fife uh and uh you wrote one of the skits Mm -hmm. Uh, one of our other fife opera house players laura laurel preston Mm -hmm. wrote uh one of the scripts and we had a good time we did another archie script it was a little bit shorter show than we've done in the past yeah typically we go an hour and a half two hours this one came in at almost a nice tight hour yeah um (laughs) And uh, but we had a good time. Well, uh, I think I could have shut up more and actually could have been exactly an hour. It so. could have been exactly an hour. <laughs> you know, uh, the problem that you run into with comedy so many times is it's subjective. And yeah. while we were we thought we were funny, yeah, yeah, uh, it was a very quiet crowd. There was it was uh, at times. I mean, and it was and the you could tell actually the room was pretty much split in half. On the right hand side from the stage, right hand side was an older audience. Right. The left hand side was a younger audience. Right. The left hand side got more or laughed more than the right hand side, and yeah. so and well, one of the scripts, and and again, that one of the reasons we're warning you is that we're gonna you're gonna be hearing this, and I'm splitting the show up into two half hour segments because the first half hour of the show. Uh, again, well, I wrote one of the scripts. It's called Lionel's Bar. And then uh, Laurel Preston wrote one called uh, uh, Speed Dating at the Monday Green Cafe. Now, uh, we got together and just said, hey, let's write our own sketches. Let's see what we can do. And we're all improv people. And these right. actually came out of improv games like mine, Lionel's Bar. The bartender speaks only in Lionel Richie lines, you know, ver, uh, uh, you know, ver, lyrics. There we go. <laughs> I throw every other word out there, every, but every word out there, <laughs> but, uh, uh, lyric, he only speaks in line, Lord, lyrics. And, uh, and in fact, one of the patrons of the bar says, why do you do that? And he doesn't know. So he keeps quoting him. Uh, and then at the end of it, a woman comes into the bar speaking only Adele lyrics and it becomes a love made in heaven, I guess. Yeah. So it's kind of a cute script. Laurels was another one that one came out of an improv game where you can only talk in uh, song titles. Now, Laurel, she came up with a uh, uh, speed dating at the Mondegreen Cafe because we were all just talking about Mondegreens and Mondegreens. For those that don't know, 
are misheard lyrics. You know, like Creedence Clearwater Revival, Bad Moon Rising. No, it's actually saying there's a bathroom on the right. There's a bathroom on the right. (laughs) Which uh, Def Leppard talks about a red iPhone, and and you're never going to convince me they don't. (laughs) Right. I know. uh, Yeah, you played it this morning, as a matter of fact, and I heard it. I'm like, yeah, there's a red red iPhone. I know, historically speaking, that can't be possible. No. (laughs) Unless they're time travelers. (laughs) And you never know. Def Leppard could be time travelers and we just don't know it but and they had a red iphone back in the late 80s early 90s so. exactly <laughs> but yeah so mondegreens are, are are those misheard lyrics and so basically it was speed dating and uh half the lines were from those lyrics and they and uh, laurel made him fit in as part of the uh, uh the sketch and it's just so funny but again you first on those you have to kind of know the songs anyway right so we're well, even limiting our audience even more. <laughs> and we had a we had a couple of great performances. Of course, uh, the Patellas are oh, yes. are friends of the Fife Opera House players and mm-hmm. and have been in a number of the the shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Michael Patella plays music, and uh, Sophie Kershaw Patella uh, she plays uh, probably a myriad of instruments. You're right, yeah, but a flute and, is her specialty. But I a noticed. flute <laughs> is her specialty. And uh, they both did a couple of uh, parody songs. Yeah, so. and I thought that was so great because we had the meeting where we're going to do the writer's workshop where we're writing up these sketches and stuff. And uh, uh, Sophie came up with her plan. I'm not going to give it away because I right. want people to hear it because it's funny. Uh, but uh, she came up with her and I'm like, that's a cool idea. And especially because the, the, the introduction to the song that she does was something that nobody really hears, but it's on the album. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, that makes it even better. And then Dr. Michael Patella. Just he, he said, I got a parody song I've been working on. I'm like, OK, yeah, I it. think he needs to get in the studio and get that recorded and get that released right uh, as soon as possible. Yeah. And I think it's going to be popular now that it's going to be on the Nerd Up podcast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he, he, at the very least, he needs to shop that out to Weird Al. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So that's going to be uh, what you're going to hear in the last part of this show is the first half or yeah, the first half of the Live at the Five comedy night. And then the second half. Uh, we're going to air on a future podcast, like maybe next week or who, whenever we decide to do it, uh, like we are with these podcasts. Right. Uh, but uh, it's we brought back the arch. We did Archie uh, Christmas show back on Christmas, and we found another 1940s Archie radio script, and we brought back Chris Ford as Archie. We couldn't bring John Sutton as uh, Jughead because he had plans. Kids wedding thing, you know, priority. I know. Right. Comedy Priorities. night's more important. Right. Not, you know, uh, your choice of cordon bleu or chicken or whatever, <laughs> or whatever they have for the yeah, weddings. Chicken or fish. Yeah, chicken, chicken or fish. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh, we had to bring in Abigail Matheny as uh, Jughead. And she, whenever we were asking who wants what part, uh, you know, she jumped up and I want to do Jughead. All right. Well, John, on a Christmas show, did a little paper cut out of uh, uh, Jughead's hat. Oh, no. Abigail, she went and sewed a hat that looks exactly like Jughead's hat from the comic books. And I was like, okay, people aren't going to see this on podcast, but oh my God, you're putting it into this show. So that's awesome. So yeah, so the last half, which we're going to air on a future podcast, will be the Archie uh, wallpapering. The family decides they want to wallpaper a room. And yep. melee. And the, and the hilarity ensues. <laughs> yeah. So so those are going to be coming up here in a little bit. You'll hear uh, the first half of the show with the song parodies and the short sketches. And then Archie will be on a future podcast. But first, I think we got nerdy things to talk about because I'm going to start because people in the world need to be watching Mrs. Davis. This is a show that I am not overly familiar with. Obviously, I've seen it pop up on my queue a time or two. Mm-hmm. Haven't watched it, but you won't shut up about I, it. So. And the thing is, the reason I won't shut up about it is because you can't talk about it until someone has seen the entire series. Right. Because there is so much going on. And, and, if, and one of the things I love about it is like, you, you've been watching these shows like mystery shows or just shows like uh, 
you know, like at the end, it's it's Jason's mom. You know, it's like right. that type of thing. And you're like, I knew it, right? Well, in this one, you do that like in every single episode. You're going to say that like twice. You're going to, I knew it. And the thing is, though, right when you say it in your head or out loud, however you do it, the one of the actors on screen does the same thing, and it's like, ah, they're following along with me. And then basically, the the whole gist of Mrs. Davis, it's on Peacock, by the way. Uh, Mrs. Davis is a or Mrs. Davis is an AI, kind of like a Chat GPT thing that is. Pretty much taking over the world now. I was going to say that's timely. Yeah, yeah, and and Mrs. Davis, they, it's people get mad, or the people that are anti Miss Davis get mad when you call it Mrs. Davis. It's an it, not a she. <laughs> but the AI is sending this nun who's not connected to the AI because she's a nun for one thing, and just refuses to get on the AI chat thing. Anyway, uh, she sends this nun on a quest to find the Holy Grail. The reason to find a Holy Grail is part of the story that I can't talk about. It's so hard to figure. And, and what the Holy Grail is is another hard part. Freaks you out at the end what the Holy Grail is. All right. And then, and, and the, but the whole time, there's they're fighting AI. There's a group of uh, uh, rebels, I guess you'd say, that uh, uh, are bunch, basically it's a bunch of bros. <laughs> and, then, and, the, and the nun crazy. isn't your normal just chillax no uh, no <laughs> uh, rosary carrying nun right she's no. a bit of a tooth chipper and kind of a badass oh very much so in fact she started out her life as a uh, uh her dad was a magician and her mom was like the engineer for the tricks you know she was the one that came up with the things and she starts out her life basically you throw it and she's in the audience and then and and the and uh she goes uh, the dad goes all right i'm gonna throw you a card and it's gonna be the queen of hearts and he throws a whole deck of cards at her and she Snaps one out of the air. It's the Queen of Hearts. Well, come to find out, she's the shill. You know, she's a plant. You know, and so it's like, oh, okay. And then, but the, she's led that magician's misleading people's lives, and then uh, she goes off and joins a nun, uh, becomes a nun, and uh, because mainly she becomes a nun because they have great strawberry preserves. Oh, <laughs> so as one does. It, again, it's weird, but uh, and and the, but the bros that are trying to fight Miss Davis, they're so funny. They're just like all. You know, these are the guys that you see in the gym with uh, comparing whey powder, you know, <laughs> those kind of guys. Do you but they even make... lift, bro? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's one Australian that just is a nutcase. And he and he's always given these uh, inspirational speeches. And about halfway through, there's always one guy in there like, isn't that from Braveheart <laughs> or whatever the speech he's giving? But it's it's just great. And again, I, you can't talk about because spoilers are what. If I were to get normally, you know, I'm not that much of spoilers. Right. Uh, it's like, I don't care if you haven't seen it by now. Well, the thing is with this one, that's the story is the spoilers. The things that I want to talk about are no, that's what and you, when you get there, it's like, oh, this is cool. You know, right. so I'm not going to talk about any details other than it's really cool. People need to watch well, it. It's some good sci fi. Honest to God, you've sold me on it now because I it's again, it's one that's been popping up every mm-hmm. time I go to Peacock. It's there. And I've, I've thought. Well, that looks kind of interesting. I've watched the trailer for it and thought, hmm, and just haven't gotten around to watching it. But now it may have to you have move to. up in my watch list because uh, I'm looking for something that I can watch. Uh, whenever Star Trek's not on. Yeah, whenever Star Trek's <laughs> not on, when the wife isn't home. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, honestly, I bet you she'd like I kept telling my wife, I think you'd like this. She was I don't like it. And she wouldn't even look at it. <laughs> She didn't even watch the trailer, so. Oh, all right. I mean, that's, that's the response I get every time I recommend anything anyway. Yeah, well, I you like honest, it, I won't. That's the response I get from my wife every time I tell her you recommended something. <laughs> yeah, see? It, yeah. It's, a, it's a curse. So. so I may have to just go, hey, this looks interesting. Do you want to watch it? Because if I say, Gil says this is right. really good, she's going to go, yeah, I'm, no. I'm not interested. Yeah, you can watch it. <laughs> and then you'll watch the whole thing. I'm like, man, she would have loved that. Because yeah. I watched the whole Mrs. Davis thing. Man, Leanne would have loved it. Because there's. 
conspiracy stuff in there. There's oh, it's some good stuff. So, yeah, I highly recommend Miss Dave, Mrs. Davis, and uh, the 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 characters in this are just awesome. Uh, there's like little nuances that in the search for the Holy Grail that you know, like, oh, I see how you did that. It's, again, I can't say what it was, but right. And again, like I, the thing I love is like at the point where they reveal something, you're like, I knew it. Soon enough, an actor on the screen will do the same thing. Say, I knew it. And it's like, ah, they're right on track with me. So, so, but yeah, I highly recommend people watch Mrs. Davis. It's, it's cool. So, right. And I don't know if, how, what the ratings are on that show, but I liked it. Right. <laughs> now you, it's been a bit, uh, there's, I understand there's like a Star Trek thing out there now. Well, you know, the second season of Strange New World dropped. <laughs> We're uh, two episodes into it. Yes. You know, you and I have both uh, fallen in love with uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I think yeah. this is the this is the iteration, I think, of Star Trek that Paramount was trying to, Make to get Discovery. going when they made Discovery. And Discovery was such a colossal, yeah. You know, <laughs> had so many issues comparatively. Now, now and the I, thing I I've, watched all of Discovery and I enjoyed it for yeah. what it was. Yeah, and I think uh, I think Discovery you could look at like fan fiction. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, I see what you tried to do, but you you know, you're not really in the universe. That's, but keep it out there at the distance. Yeah, I just I watched Discovery as a, a sort of a an Elseworld series. Yeah, there this you go. Is a, there you go. You know, parallel timeline, yeah. different kind of. Even though that's where we got to first meet Captain Pike. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, every timeline has a Pike. So. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, uh, yeah, so we're two episodes into Strange New Worlds. Uh, how do you think the season's going? So far, I mean, I think it's fantastic. For me, it picked up with the same kind of feeling and tone mm-hmm. as the first season was. And this uh, this most recent episode, the second episode of season two, mm-hmm. I think was just pure... Roddenberry. Yeah. I think it was absolutely, you know, it's, it's all at Star Trek, I think has always been about, uh, the sort of the family dynamic mm-hmm. of, you know, the crew looking out for one another and coming together and mm-hmm. the Federation while flawed is at its core, a good organization. Yeah. And this, uh, this episode, I think dealt with that. And the thing that I loved about this episode is the thing that Star Trek has done, uh, throughout its many iterations, whether it's the original series, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, it deals with very, very difficult subjects, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it does it through the lens of, you know, aliens in outer space. Right. But it allows you to have a debate or a discussion about prejudices and the dangers of prejudices (laughs) and the dangers of laws made against the people that you are ultimately prejudice against yeah it's you know whether you're talking whether you're talking uh uh, black community whether you're talking transgender community or any minority group Mm -hmm. uh you know you have to be very aware of of those kinds of slippery slopes yeah this episode in particular i think dealt with that subject matter in a significant way that and Star Trek has done that throughout. Well, yeah, I mean, throughout the you know throughout the generation. Ever since so, Captain the, Kirk, it was the first uh, you know uh, uh, cross race kiss. Yeah, you interracial know. kiss. Yeah, he, I'm you like, know her. I had the first interracial kiss on television. Well, plus he well, cre- kissed a green lady too. So yeah, you know. and, and there was an actual episode of uh, one of the the original series where it was a warring alien races. Mm-hmm. One was black and white, and the other was white and black. Yeah, yeah. And they were battling one another. Because, because their black was on one side, and the other black was yeah, on the other yeah. yeah, And so it's... So you're saying Roddenberry was woke before woke was. 
Yeah, well, I think, yeah. I think Roddenberry understood what the world needed to be yeah. and didn't have, a, you know, a kind of all-encompassing douchey title for it. <laughs> right, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's one of the things I've always loved about Star Trek. As a Star Trek fan, I've mm-hmm. always loved that Star Trek is the idealized version of what we could be, Yeah, of the world we could live in if we'd all just kind of, get over ourselves right yeah yeah and stop yeah yeah exactly i mean i mean this one this episode the latest episode like you said that was talked about how we treated other races and one of the things it's a court big court scene which captain pikes every time he's in a star trek there's always a court scene yeah yeah you know even when he's first introduced in the original series he was a court scene yeah Uh, it's weird but anyway but this the court they bring up the fact that you know uh, uh slavery once once legal you right. know, uh, having uh, separate water fountains was once legal. You exactly. know, it doesn't mean they're right. It just means it was once legal. And, well, those laws change and things can change. And there's certain things. And I think the culture, we're still going through that. It's like, yeah, these things. Yeah, they may be legal, but does that make them right? Right. So and that's exactly what they approach on this and this yeah. episode. And and again, we knew because it's number one. Uh, she was uh, uh, arrested at the end of season one. Right. At the end of season one, she was arrested because. Um, she uh, hid the fact that she has genetic augmentation. Yeah, and her and, alien species are Hilarians. Hilarians yeah. are, you know, are their belief structure allows for genetic augmentation. And then after the Nugenics War in Star Trek, yeah, um, the Federation outlawed uh, genetic yeah. modification, and so she was hiding the fact that she was Hilarian and served and climbed up the ranks through Starfleet. Yeah, and, and here's the thing with the Hilarians. One of the things that made them uh, uh, genetically modify themselves was the fact that they didn't feel they needed to go to a planet and modify the planet. They would modify themselves, keep the planet the same. They modify themselves so they could survive on that planet. Right. And it's like, that's no big deal, it didn't seem like. But apparently it was, again, because the eugenics war with Noonien Singh and all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, and yeah. then and the other aspect because of it... Of- yeah and the other aspect of it is is that uh uh, she her she was genetically modified as a child before she was like when she was born so she she didn't have any control over that yeah that's one of the things that they they kind of the verbiage that they use to i think illustrate the it kind of tip their hat to what they're really dealing with what they're really talking about when Mm. she talks about you know there are those of us that can pass for normal mm-hmm. and there are others who can't mm-hmm. that their genetic augmentation is much more obvious and then there are ones that are much less obvious yep. uh, but you know so much of that is a lot of the conversations that we're seeing or hearing now mm-hmm. right um, yeah you know, yeah with, yeah, uh, with the lgbtq community you have people that are transgender that very 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 much appear and can right, yeah. pass yeah, yeah. as whatever gender they identify as. Yep. And you have some that cannot pass very well. You shall not pass. You know? And <laughs> yeah, so yeah. It, it deals with that topic yeah, in, yeah. in a very Star Trek Gene Roddenberry-esque yeah. way where it's talking about a real-world thing, but not really talking about yeah. a real-world thing. And, and at the same time, uh, one of the things I've always loved about Roddenberry is they, he focuses on the issue, doesn't offer a solution, Right. And so it says, hey, think about this. And Gives that's a the opportunity yeah. to, yeah, to, to kind of think. And, yeah. And, 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 and this episode does that, too. They don't solve anything with the, you, you know, genetic modifications. They just make a way to make it 
you know that the, that everybody can think about it and like, hey, we need to reconsider this later. Right. So, and uh, yeah, and and the well, first, and I love the I love the speech toward the end that one of the judges, you know, gave is that uh, this is a much more nuanced topic mm. than a just a black and white law. Yeah, yeah, allows, and so there needs to be further nuanced discussion because it can't be a black or white, yes or no. It has to be addressed on a per-case basis. And, yeah. again, so much of the verbiage was, you know, stuff that is being talked about in our in our world right. and in our society today. Maybe not directly what they're saying, but, you know, ex- almost exactly what right. they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, you know, and that's the thing. Whenever the first episode of this season came out, you know, again, we had a cliffhanger at the last season was that she was arrested. Well, first episode, she wasn't even in it because yeah. she was in jail. And uh, I'm like, oh, we're going to have to go through a whole season before they get her back. Because you know she comes back because she's in the original series of Star Trek. Right. And, you know, that's where the ending point of this se- or this series is supposed to be. But maybe. Uh, maybe. But, yeah, but she, and I'm like, well, come on. We're going to have to go the whole season. Then se- uh, se- uh, episode two came out. And I'm like, okay, good. We'll get it over with. Get her back on the ship. We got to go back to our yeah. missions. And I love, that's one thing I like about this series is it's very episodic. It's not three or four episodes or not like one whole story through the whole time. Right. Uh, you know, the it season. is very much what star Trek right. has always been. Yep. It is very episodic. Yes. There are overarching storylines that continue from the first season into the second season, mm-hmm. but they are not the main storyline. Each individual episode is, is to an extent self-contained. Now, obviously, you know, uh, the end of last season and then season two is a continuation of that story. It's a, yeah, it's an overall story. Sure. But yeah, each episode does not, you here's, don't, you don't rely. Here's, on. here's the, the best hallmark for quality that I can give the second episode of strange new worlds. My wife watched it with me <laughs> and liked you know, it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, well, I think she liked it because it started off with, I went, Hey, if you want to go in the bedroom and watch something else, fine. I've got an hour. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> and she stayed on the couch, mostly playing on her phone to right. begin with. Then as the episode progressed, and you've done this with Leanne, you'll see her look up and pay attention and then back to the uh-huh. And then before long, the phone is turned upside yeah. down and laying down, and now she's watching, watching the, the episode. Yep, yep. And so, yeah, that, cool. that happened over the course of that episode. Uh Lisa, I mean, my wife obviously knows my love of Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I <laughs> really I it's all over your arm. Literally wear it on my sleeve. <laughs> and um, she was she was a fan of the next generation. She watched okay. next generation with me. And and even though this isn't next generation, it is still Star, Star Trek. And, and yeah, I found her. Watching. I think it actually feels more like next generation than the original series. Uh, you know, so it's 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 like it is it is a spectacular for my money at least right now, and they haven't really had a misstep yet. Mm. Um, mm. And it and it and it works because they're doing like ten or what is it ten episode I seasons. Think so. Yeah, so you can really weed out some of the weird ass stories that we got in the next generation series <laughs> yeah. because they were trying to fill 22 episode seasons. Yeah. Yeah. If you only do half of that, then you get rid of the weird, and some of the weird, Beverly yeah. crusher sleeping with her grandmother's lover's <laughs> ghost storyline. Yeah. You can get rid of the episode where Jordy regressed into being a freaking lizard person. Or, <laughs> you can get rid of those. So you end yeah. up with, you end up with some really good storylines. Yeah. The only so the good ones make it through. It's worked. And, and they've got some coming up that I'm looking forward to. Uh, 
we get uh, we get some episodes with this wor- uh, Strange New Worlds iteration of James Kirk. Mm-hmm. We got introduced to him last season, mm-hmm. but now I think we get to live and breathe with this iteration of James Kirk a little more. Yeah, um, and there's a crossover coming lower up decks, yes, sir. Uh, Strange New Worlds and Lower Decks. That that I'm looking forward to because I love Lower Decks for what it is. It's just a comedy and it's based in the Star Wars and again, uh, or Star Trek. Yeah, sorry, did I say that out loud? Uh, based in the Star Trek universe and, uh, and basically, it, I'll cut you. <laughs> you will too. <laughs> but basically, I love the fact that it's like it, it's nonsensical comedy, but at the same time, they stay true to the Gene Roddenberry right, Star Trek. They stay Trek. true to what Next Generation yeah. was on Lower Decks, and I'm excited to see how they bridge the two because in theory there should be a cup uh, one or two hundred years yeah between Lower right yeah yeah and strange new world <laughs> yeah so there's gonna have to be some time travel shenanigans yep. your favorite rather your favorite oh, i, I freaking love time travel. <laughs> well and the thing i'm looking forward to is the seeing the guy from the boys be on star trek yeah absolutely. <laughs> boimler it was well, quaid what's his first name i can't remember uh Anyway, yeah, so he was in The Boys, and now he's you're going to see him, see him, not just the drawn image of him on Lower Decks, we're going to actually see him on right. uh, Strange New Worlds. And I think that's going to be fun. Absolutely. I, think it, I hope they make it Well, fun. and again, I appreciate that, and last season of Strange New Worlds had an episode that was just, a, you know, kind of a fanciful, Yeah, and the original series did some of that, yep. the yep. next generation did some of that. And it's still a it's still a fun episode, and I'm looking forward to that. So. Yeah, I think I think that's uh the, the strange strange new worlds gives us the Star Trek we need, where Discovery is just kind of quietly going away. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay, thanks yeah. for what you tried. Now, I was bummed to hear, uh, you know, Paramount Plus is struggling a little bit, and so one of the ep- or one of the things that they have shelved is Star Trek Prodigy. Oh, they, well, I haven't fi- finished watching the it second anyway. season is almost complete. It's in post production, then they're finishing it up. But it will not be released, at least as far as I know, at this point, it won't be released on Paramount Plus. And so now they may shop that out to uh, Netflix or, uh, you know, uh, Amazon Prime or something like that. See, that's what on the first episode of Strange New Worlds, I thought they're going to tie in Prodigy because they were on that mining planet. Right. And and there was a, yeah, the ship that was underground. Yeah. And and uh, it's like, that's Prodigy. And then, no, okay. No, it's not. All right. right. (laughs) So, all right. Well, all right. We'll go with it. But, but yeah, I was like, I thought they're going to tie it in there. Maybe they originally were, and then they the decision to shelve Prodigy came yeah. out, and they said, no, let's not yeah. push that too much. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so those are going to be, I mean, again, Strange New Worlds, uh, episode three comes out uh, this week at the time of recording this podcast. And then, uh, let's see, Mrs. Davis, you got to watch. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got to watch. Yep. It's a great series. I didn't think it was going to be that good. I really didn't, because I'm like... That's kind of silly, but it is silly, but it's good silly. So it's, and it's got some fun parts in it. I love the, uh, you know, you know, the shoes BK Knights. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Those are prominent. Those are this. prominent. Okay. <laughs> Cause they're Knights in search of the Holy Grail. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, you yeah. know, and as a huge fan of dad jokes, that was right exactly, up alley, Exactly. Exactly. So again, those are what we're going to recommend and we're running out of time now. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to the, Live at the Five Comedy Night, you're going to get the first half of the show, which was, again, uh, two uh, scripts written by us, the Five Opera House players, uh, two musical parodies that uh, the musicians in our group came up with. And uh, then 
next time around on the podcast, we'll get the Archie show. Right. And uh, that should be that should be fun. But again, I got I still got to work on those and edit and make sure that the you know they're loud enough and all that good stuff. Right. So <laughs> I got work to do. So Tony, well, until we do this again. I got I got work to do on the uh, yeah, editing you, you and got other mixing. stuff to do. So, all right, I guess. All right. Well, uh, so here you go. You're going to listen to the final or the first half of uh, yeah, first half of Live at the Five Comedy Night, and uh, enjoy. Classic hits. WTYE. Listen online at wtyefm.com via the TuneIn Radio app or say Alexa, play Classic Hits. WTYE. It's all online. Classic Hits. WTYE with the news that matters to you. Visit wtyefm.com and follow us on Twitter at WTYE News. The news you trust. The music you love. Classic Hits. WTYE. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the latest At The Five. Here we're at the Five Opera House in Palestine, Illinois. With any luck, we'll bring you some laughs over the next hour and a half, two hours. Uh, if we don't make you laugh, just remember it was a free will donation, and you get what you pay for. <laughs> right now, I want to introduce Guilty Wilson and Rachel Carter. I'm Gil. I'm Rachel. Wait, are we sure? I assume for they'd tonight. be able to figure that out. But. For tonight. We'll figure it out. It's fine. We'll tell you by the end of the show. You'll be surprised. <laughs> well, there's a reveal at the end. Um, <laughs> let's see. First of all, uh, Rachel and I, we've been directing these shows for quite a while. First, we're hosting the Live at the Five yes, shows. Yes, the radio show. The, where we did interviews and musical entertainment. It's where we really grew into our fame. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, sure. Uh, and then we uh, turned it into something different. Now, tonight, what you're going to see, if you haven't been here before... What we're doing is like, picture yourself in an old radio studio back in the 40s, 50s, when they actually used to have radio shows live. And what they would do, most of the time, the actors would get the scripts like maybe 20 minutes before showtime. And they just, but they knew their characters, they were regular characters, so they knew what to do. And that's what we're doing with our guys. Except we gave them a week and a half. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Somewhere in there, you know. (laughs) Um, But, and if you're like me and you don't remember those radio shows from the 40s and 50s, just pretend, because um, that's what I have to do with a lot of what Gil says. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the other aspect of it is, is uh, after tonight, uh, these we're recording these shows, and we're going to put them out on podcast. Yes. Now, October and December, we'll be doing shows, and they'll actually be broadcast on Classic Hits, WTYE, live on the air. Our favorite radio station, pay only, us money. It's the only station. <laughs> and then uh, we're also going to be... Uh, doing a show in August, which you tell them. <laughs> so we all love comedy, and several of us in the Five Opera House Players are also part of a group called S'mores Improv. Um, we, have, we love what we do, but sometimes we have to edit ourselves a bit for the children. And we really thought it'd be fun to have us a night where it was grown-ups only. So um, this August, the last Saturday of the month, and keep an eye out for the poster, come see us at the Fife After Dark. Sounds risque. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds risque. It will be risque. So let's run down what they're going to hear tonight. Now, tonight, uh, it's actually a work in progress that we've uh, worked on for a couple of months, but there are other things that kept us from getting into rehearsals. Tornadoes, conventions. Things like this, you know. So what we decided to do, we had a writing uh, workshop one time, and we said, hey, let's write some original sketches. 
So I wrote one of the sketches you're going to see tonight. And Laurel Preston, where is she? Oh, there she oh is. over there. She wrote the other sketch you're going to see tonight. And then the wonderfully talented musical folk we got with you tonight, Sophie oh. kershaw Patilla and Dr. Michael Patilla. There he is. There he uh, is. They're going to be performing some songs for you, but uh, we'll introduce them as they come up. Yes. Uh, we're, we don't want to give too much away. Uh, but the first two sketches uh, were written by us, and so please laugh. And the last one will be, if you were here at the Christmas show, we did Archie's Christmas. You know, Archie, Veronica, Jughead, and the gang. Well, back in the 40s, they had a regular radio show. And we did the Christmas show last year. Then we're going to bring them back another episode of that. This time, the Archie, fa uh, Andrew's family, they're going to wallpaper a, a room. Yes. They and can't do it very it, well. It fits very well with our comedy theme for yes. the evening. So enjoy the show. Uh, yes. Should we start it? Should we let these people stop being uncomfortable? Uh, I don't know. You about, guys ready wait, to start oh, the show? Oh, no. We, Hold it. Hold we, it. Do this. Do this real quick. We've got another hour and a half to make these people uncomfortable, by the way. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm just looking at every single person. All right. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, okay. Well, the first sketch you're going to get tonight, it was written by Laurel Preston. Yes. It's called? It is called Speed Dating at the Mondegreen Cafe. Now, Gil, we've been working on this for a while, and I still don't understand what Mondegreen is. Well, Okay. Have you ever listened to a song and you've been singing it all your life and then you sing it in front of somebody and they say, that's not the lyrics? <laughs> well, like uh, CCR, for years I thought they were talking about a bathroom on the right. Yes. But apparently it's a bad moon rising. I don't know. I, thought, I always thought that um, Fall Out Boy was singing about Ted's pants and yeah. not telling me to dance dance. And Tony's got one. I am still convinced that Def Leppard was singing about a red iPhone back in the 80s. Yeah. So, and they didn't have iPhones in the 80s. So again, a Mondegreen is a misheard lyric. So we're going to be speed dating at the Mondegreen Cafe. So let's just let our actors do the rest of it. Yeah. All right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome everyone to tonight's event, Speed Dating at the Mondegreen Cafe. Now, for those of you who may be unfamiliar or new to speed dating, here's how it will work. Half of you will have a seat at our cozy tables for two. The rest will join you for some get-to-know-you conversation. After a few minutes, I'll call next, and the joiners will move one table to the right to get to know the next day. We'll continue until everyone has had a chance to meet one another. At the end of the session, we have some cozy tables for two reserved with a limited menu available for all couples that want to continue their days. Let's get started. So, is this your first time at one of these events? Oh, no. I've been to maybe 30. Oh, uh, this is my first time. I, I hope it goes well. Well, I'll tell you. Every time is different. Like a virgin touched for the 31st time. So, do you have any pets? The ants are my friends. They're blowing in the wind. I'm so nervous. I may have had too much to drink while we were waiting. Let's pee in the corner. Let's pee in the spotlight. There's a bathroom on the right. Next. What do you do for fun? I want to rock and roll all night. And part of every day. Hi, my name is Then I saw her face. Now I'm leaving. Don't go, Jason Waterfall. So do you think you want, might want to move on to dinner? <laughs> I want to hold your ham. 
okay. Next. We found Dove in a soapless place. That's quite a story. That's so interesting. What exactly does a professional narrator do? The girl with colitis goes by. Oh, I see. Do you like all that travel for work? I left my brains down in Africa. Next. It doesn't make a difference if we're naked or not. Desperado, you've been downright offensive for so long now. I'll never leave your pizza burning. That's very sweet, but you're the cheese to my pizza mind. Secret Asian man. Pardon? Everybody's crazy about a shot glass man. Next. I just died in the barn tonight. Mustard? No, mayonnaise instead. That sounds good. I want a piece of bacon. A costume designer, huh? What's that like? Everybody in a wholesale frock. That sounds interesting. Gonna dress you up in nylon. So tell me about your last relationship. I really don't like him. Doctor Cashpot. Doctor Cashpot. Next. That's an interesting job. So a walking Walter. The fire engine guy. Oh, so you mean you narrate everything then? Staring at my mama's corpse. The summer seemed to last forever. I can see that affected you deeply. When the rainbow shaves you clean, you'll know. You're a food critic, huh? You must have so many stories. I blew out my flip flops, stepped on a pop tart. Oh my! Have you ever had an allergic reaction to something you ate? Donuts make my brown eyes blue. Next. Keto? Don't you miss carbs? Last night I dreamt of some bagels. Why don't you just have a cheat day? You'd make me cheat, but I'm on a diet. So why did you break up with your last girlfriend? She's got a tick in her eye. That seems a little harsh. All the boys think she's a spaz. She's got better days besides. I just don't think we're connecting. It's like I told you. Only the lonely get laid. Yeah, no. Next. Pull me closer, Tony Danza. For the last time, my name is not Tony Danza. What a nice surprise when you're out of ice. I'm sure if you just ask, they'll get you some more. Do you have any pets? I got two chickens with parrot eyes. Wow, that seems rare. I don't have any. Don't you know you got two chocolate monkeys? Next. Where is my John Bonet? Where is my Prairie Dog? Uh, I think it's a little too early for pet names. And that appears to be all the time we have for tonight's event. So, have any of you made that love connection? If so, excuse me while I kiss this guy. All right. Well, I guess so.、Uh, anyone else? See our hostess for a table for two. That concludes our speed dating event for tonight. So grab your coats and move out of the exits. I hope you have found a friend. And if you weren't so lucky this evening, check our website for future speed dating events. Good night and drive safely. Right now, okay. So we kind of unclassed music right just then. Kind of destroyed some songs for you people. Yeah. I do that to Tony all the time at work.、Um, <laughs> but anyway, we're going to kind of add a little class. To the night,、uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit.、Uh, Sophie Kershaw Patilla, she'll be playing flute. Dr. Michael Patilla on guitar, and they're going to perform. They're going to perform probably what would be the most classic 
the most mm. iconic song mm -hmm. from the mid-2000s, which, as we know, is one of the greatest eras of music. Yeah, so, and it's a very classical piece, so again, enjoy the, the classiness of yeah. it. And uh, you know what? You can go ahead and lose yourself in it. Yeah. Enjoy it. And it's getting 
inebriated, trying to feed and water my seed. Plus, teeter-totter caught up between being a father and a prima donna, baby mama's drama screaming on, and too much for me to want to stay in one spot another day of monotony. He's gotten to the point I'm like a snail. I've got to formulate a plot or I end up in jail or shot. Success is my only option. Failure is not. Mom, I love you, but this trailer's got to go. I cannot grow old in Salem's lot. So here I go is my shot. Feet, fail me not. This may be the only opportunity that I got. You better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. But you never let her let it go. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance. Do not miss your chance to blow. You better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. You better never let it go. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes in a once in a lifetime. You bet it. You can do anything you set your mind to, man. Da-da-da-da-da. That was mother flippin' so Opie. You know, sticking with the theme. Actually, I think... I missed my calling. Maybe. Uh, I think that was written uh, a classical trained... Uh, uh, Classically trained uh, artist from uh, Juilliard. From, and uh, it was also, I, from what I understand, was a law enforcement agent. Yes. First, yeah, yeah yes. it's uh, Marshall then, Mathers. Yes, uh, but then he became a delicious candy. Yes. Called M&M's. So, yes. And that is how babies are made. So... <laughs> You've learned quite a bit today, haven't you? Uh, are you guys taking notes? There will be a test. There will be. Yeah. Especially on the baby's made part. We do not grade on a, cur- grade on a curve either, so just keep <laughs> that in mind. It's more of a slant. But uh, <laughs> anyway. It's more of a downhill situation. <laughs> so this next one we're going to do is, uh, I'm proud to say I wrote it. Uh, when I presented this to the group, because we all had a workshop, we all came up with ideas, and then we said, all right, let's go back and write these, and then we'll present them to the group. Yeah. And... There's a thing called AI out there. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but apparently you can do anything with AI. And so I wrote my script, and I said, let's see what AI does. And so it wrote a pretty good script. And I was scared, because I work, my job is writing scripts for commercials and stuff. And I thought, oh, I'm in trouble. But then I presented it to the group, and they said, oh, this one's great, the one I wrote. And they said, well, this one's good, but it just didn't have any heart and soul. Yeah, robot wrote it, so we're good. So we, you're not going to hear the yeah. you're not going to hear the AI one tonight. No, no, we wanted to bring the good stuff, and I'd say we got halfway there. We got good. <laughs> so uh, this next one is called uh, uh, Lionel's Bar, and uh, and fun fact, uh, <laughs> Gil's not even a fan of Lionel Richie, no. and yet he wrote this sketch. And as a Lionel Richie fan, I'm offended. <laughs> but it came out pretty good. It is. So this is Lionel's Bar, so enjoy. All night long. All night. There you are. I've been looking for you. 
Let's find a table. I knew I'd find you guys here. Let's party. Do you have a dance floor? It's starting tonight. Oh, what a feeling when we're dancing on the ceiling. Um, okay. Let's each start a tag. Hold on to the love we have together. Hold on. Don't you say goodbye. Can I get a whisk of shoddy? Sail on down the line, about half a mile or so, and I don't really want to know where you're going. I just want something to drink. I know it sounds funny, but I just can't stand the pain. Ow! What? Forget this. <laughs> don't make me play no games. Too hard just to say sane. Uh, another round for our table, please? I can feel the nighttime coming. I can feel my resistance falling so low. Don't you know, baby? You got it. Why do you keep quoting Lionel Richie songs? I haven't got a clue, but let me start by saying, I love you. Easy now. Just another round. Uh, you laughed at me. You said you never needed me. I wonder if you need me now. You're once, twice, three times <clears throat> a lady. Can I just get my trick, please? 36, 24, 36. What a winning hand. <laughs> the lady's stacked, and that's a fact. Ain't holding nothing back. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? Because I wonder where you are, and I wonder what you do. Hello from the other side. Other side. I must have called a thousand times. Thousand times. Stuck on you. I've got this feeling deep down in my soul that I just can't lose. Guess I'm on my way. Should I give up? Or should I just keep chasing pavements? Lose yourself in wild romance. We're going to party. Karamu, fiesta, forever. Come on and sing along. As you can tell, we really like music scenes. <laughs> I, I almost feel like we should have called this music night. Because then I think it would have sent the wrong... They would have expected more music and... And we've already used and abused the Patillas. This time around, Dr. Michael Patilla is going to play another classical piece for you. Well, okay, he, he's been working on it for a while, so. About 30 years. At least. So please clap for him. So, all right, so this is Dr. Michael Patilla performing a song that actually he has written. Sort of. Something like that. <laughs> Today is gonna be the day that I'm finally gonna top a D-cup By now I should have somehow realized that I need a push-up I don't believe that anybody's gonna overlook my boobies now Double D, the word was on the street that I needed a bra, a really big one Oh sure, I've had a bra before, but I never really had the right one. I don't believe that any bra will feel as good as going bare and bouncy. And all the bras I had before were binding. And all the wires that held me up confining. 
strapless, bagless things that I would like to toss away, but I don't know how. Because maybe there's gonna be the bra that shapes me till I take it off. Is my wonder bra? Today is gonna be the day that I'm gonna start to boycott Vicky's. That's Victoria's Secret. By now, I should have somehow figured out that their stuff don't fit me. I can't believe that anybody can go in there and not feel like a cow. And all the bras I had before were binding. And all the wires that held me up confining. Strapless, backless things that I would like to toss away. And I'll throw them out. It's not iffy. I found a bra that really fits me at my local mall. It's my wonder bra. It's not iffy. I found a bra that really fits me at my local Terrified. Lawford County Productions presents the unlisted owner director's cut, featuring nine minutes of never before seen footage. Out now via Amazon streaming and coming soon to Blu ray and DVD. You've been warned. All right, well, I guess we're back, sort of, but uh, we didn't really go anywhere again, like always. But uh, that was the first half of Live at the Five Comedy Night. Uh, uh, if you if you if you chuckled a little, hopefully you had some fun because we had fun putting it together. That's the thing; we had fun putting it together, and and you know, uh, I made the announcement there at the beginning of the show that those in attendance, it was a free will donation. So we hoped we made them laugh a little. 
But if not, they got what they paid for. <laughs> exactly. Because it was a free will donation. Yeah, so, yeah. And we did raise some money. We yeah, raised, we raised some money. You know, $145, something give like or that. take, yeah. uh, for the – and that was the thing. We do these shows at the Fife as a fundraiser for the Fife. Yeah. And as a fundraiser for future shows. Yeah, so. it's, it's what we do is uh, these are all split 50-50. Uh, 50% goes to the what's the Palestine Preservation Project Society. Those are the people that maintain, and I'm a member of that, uh, maintain the uh, historic buildings by, you know, uh, making sure the walls aren't falling down, right. <laughs> repainting when necessary, things like that. But the other half goes to the future shows, and one of the parts of the future shows is, uh, like, we need still need some equipment. You know, wireless mics is one thing we need. We used them on the show because we borrowed them from a friend. Uh, and well, the other, I mean, probably the biggest thing we need is we've got to get an overhead lighting rig. Yes. So you you, act, you actors on stage don't have to be blinded. Yeah, be blinded or look very like we're dead. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. and, that, and again, on the podcast here you're, and on the audio, you're not going to see that, but right. we see it and the audience in there. So like, man, that's bad lighting. Yeah. And what it is, is we have stage lighting, but it's all on the stage, like back in the old days and <laughs> footlights these are made to be sent from above and beaming down right and, and they're really nice led light yeah, systems but they're just in a bad position they're just in a bad position and nobody need- looks good lighted from you know below up yeah you yeah, always yeah, look no. a little scary and and dead and dead <laughs> i think dead but uh, uh but yeah so we're looking at there's a trust system that we can get for just under 500 bucks uh, wireless mic we can get for around 200 bucks a system that we can use and start with anyway and it'll make things a lot better so that's you know the, it's also in some of the other shows when we go live on the radio we will uh, uh pay the actors and right. pay the musicians and w- that money goes to there so we're, you know that's we're raising money and then when the big shows come we want to be able to say see this is what we did with your money right. so and again that's what we're just working on but uh, again we had a good time hopefully you had you enjoyed it it was just some fun stuff we did. The next time around we do the podcast, we're going to bring you Archie wallpapering. And that one, I I just got a kick out of that show. It was just, just full of, uh, you know, well, it's, it's good. falls. And, yeah, it's good, clean, wholesome, fun. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And, and the fight scene between Betty and Veronica with the uh, wallpaper paste is just, it was I beautiful thought, to watch. I thought it turned out really good. I was I was pretty happy about it. Yeah, and, and it was, I think it worked out really good. So that you're going to hear in the next time. So as we say at the end of every ep- oh wait before we do, I want to say uh, please help support us in any way you can. Not just the five. If you can support the five, that'd be awesome. But if you want to support the podcast, uh, nerduppodcast.com, we got a little donate button, or you can buy a T-shirt from our shop. Either way, it helps. It helps defray costs so that we can still do this for you and. Uh, things are starting to become more and more merged with the uh, Palestine Preservation Project Society and Nerd Up Podcast because I'm, you know, the shows I'm putting on the podcast. Uh-huh. So it's like, hmm, well, this might be something that we need to raise more money for. So, but again, I'm hoping all that goes through the Palestine Preservation Project Society. We'll see. But yeah, please donate. Help us out if you can. If not, don't worry about it. We're still going to do this. <laughs> right. I mean, Gil and I talk about this stuff, whether we're. Yeah, uh, most of the time, whether we record it for a podcast or not. Yeah, so, so we're still going to do this, whether you donate or not. If, I mean, I'm just saying, if you can, it'd be awesome. If you can't, don't worry about it. We'll still be here. We'll be annoying you all the time. Absolutely. So, like we do say at the end of every episode, stay, stay nerdy. nerdy.